hello, and welcome to Letters from the Pen. I am your host, r singer Nakia, and my co-host, Dee, she'll be popping in shortly. We have a very, very special show for you guys tonight. We have a special guest, upcoming actress, Constance. How you doing? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for being on the show. Um, before we get into your interview and all that good jazz, um, we have to shout out our sponsors that make Letters from the Pen possible. LHS Home Care for all your home care needs in the New York and Tri-State area. JRC Cleanup, no job is too big or too small. Kryptonitation 420 Clothing Wear, you can go to our website, www.lettersfromthepen.com. Click on that link. Really cool, dope wear gear. You can go there and, you know, get some um, nice, nice gear there. So it looks like D has popped on. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How's it going, Dee? I was just about shouting out the sponsors, but, um, you know, now that you're on, um, how do you want to read the letter for today? For today's letter? You can, you can read the letter today. Okay. I guess I will read the letter. Here we go. Let's see. Dear Letters for the Pen. I am a 23-year-old woman with three children wanting my baby's father to marry me. He still hasn't married me. He hasn't proposed to me. And he's asking me to have another child. In the meantime, I found out that my youngest son, who's six months old, is only a month older than a child that he fathered with another female. Do you think I should leave him or do you think it's worth waiting around? Please help. Okay, do you could chime in on that first. Girl, pack it up and pack it in. What is you waiting for? Pack your bags and go. Run like hell. What is you waiting for? How about you work on you and find you a new one and keep it moving? You don't want that drama. I'm sorry. Okay, first of all, she don't need to find another man because she's 23 with three kids and a six and the, her youngest is a six month old. So she needs to stop working overtime. Okay, okay. she don't need a new man. <laughs> she okay. don't need a new man. Agreed. I mean, look, here's here's the thing, right? This is what I this is what I always say to women um, that ask me for advice. Women get very caught up in the in the wanting to go back and forth with another woman, right? And here's and and the thing about it is, and what women have to remember at the end of the day, we all got the same thing between our legs. So it's not like, oh, he went over here to sleep with her because her stuff was better than mine. At the end of the day, it's all the same thing. It's a whole. So, that being, I'm not, me personally, I'm not about to go back and forth with no female over a man, okay? You could just take care of your kids and pay your child support, and I bet you he's probably not paying child support if he's running around making babies everywhere. He's probably not paying child support to any of them or worried about his kids. He's too worried about who he's sleeping with. So, if I was you, if you don't have him on child support, I would take him and put him on child support, not to be, not to be spiteful, but to guarantee that your children are taken care of. Um, and, and sir, I hope you have a coin, a, a nice coin because you're running around making babies like it's nothing. Okay. And, you know, I always watch, you know, um, paternity court and, and like the judge always says, people were making people. Okay. So 
you got to be careful. Like, you're just out here running around, sleeping around, and then you probably shouldn't even be sleeping with him anyway, because if he's out here getting someone else pregnant, that means that he's not using protection, and then he's coming back sleeping with you. So who knows what she has and what he's bringing you, and, and she's probably not the only one. He just can't hide her anymore because now there's a baby. So I'm just saying. If it was me, I'd throw some high grits on him, but excuse me. We don't condone <laughs> violence on letters from the paper. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, let our so, let our guests. Yeah. Let's see how we're gonna let 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 our guest Constance chime in on this and give some input. Well, me personally, I feel that she needs to just focus more on herself, more self empowerment of herself. Obviously, the evidence was there when she found out about the other baby, and after the third baby, or really after the second baby, he didn't show that he wanted you to be his wife. He just wanted you to be his baby mother. It was time to move on. Because obviously he's not what's meant for you. Let it go. Just let it go and work on yourself. Build yourself. So you up. know, I understand this 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 new day and age where women are independent, and and that's fine because I'm very independent. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, women, you have to value and respect yourself. Okay, there's exactly. no way I'm around here just dropping for you, and you're not gonna put a ring on my finger. Like I'm sorry. Like, stop doing wifely duties when you're a girlfriend and expecting to be treated like a wife. Exactly. So I don't know if, if, if you guys heard what I said, stop doing wifely duties and being expected to be treated as a wife when you're just a girlfriend. Exactly. Like, no, doesn't work. Does not work. I agree. Anyway, we're going to get into a song and then we're going to come back. Yes. And then when we come back. Um, we're going to get um, into some questions for you and then we'll take some callers and stuff like that. So if you guys want to call in, comments on the letter, um, have any questions for Constance, 888-627-6008. So we're going to get into my new single, Damaged. Right now, letters from the back.
All right, so that was Money Single Damage, streaming everywhere. You guys can go pick that up. And that was for sis with the letter, okay? Don't be mm-hmm. out here letting somebody damage you. But anyway, so let's give a, a welcome to our guest, Constance, actress, upcoming actress, Constance. Woo! All right! How are you, America? So, <laughs> give us a little bit of background on who you are for those who don't know what you do and you know what your whole spiel is well I am just an ordinary female that just loves bringing laughter to everyone um I have been trying to pursue my career for the past 12 and a half years and finally was able to meet someone that will really take initiative and really see the determination and drive that I really had for this, for my career. And, you know, I'm just an ordinary person trying to live that everyday life. That's it. This is simple pimple. So have you actually, like, what steps have you taken to kind of get into um, your career and then speak a little bit about um, what it's like trying to break into the industry? It's hard work. You got to be hungry. If you're hungry, then it shows. It's hard work. You're going to get a lot of closed doors before you get a lot of open doors. I went on multiple auditions when I was in New York. And I got a lot of closed doors before I got an open door. I have done maybe two stage plays with just readings that didn't actually go far into the fact of production. But um, I still, I, I didn't give up. It's just the hunger that I have inside, the will to to put my name in lights. If nobody's going to see it, then I'm going to bring it. Um, I just need that one shot. And each day I take that as my drive to my blessing is going to come. Don't give up. My blessing is going to come. If they're going to come, they're going to come. So I'm driving hard. Baby. In Atlanta, you got to be willing to show that you're hungry because there the competition is on go. And I've been trying to show up to a lot of events, dealing with acting classes, um, trying to find me an acting coach as well as a trainer to get my body in shape so that way I could fit certain parts if I was off a part. So I'm really showing my team that I'm hungry just as much as they're hungry. So now you have a manager or are you just kind of like going at this, trying to do this on your own? Uh, I have a manager slash sister slash good friend slash goofy friend that I have been acquainted with and as you know she is your co-host Miss D Roberts she has took on herself to say listen if you're ready and you're starving like I see that you're starving let's go so like I told her we're going to take this to the top so what kind of roles do you see yourself playing like what kind of actress are you do you consider yourself I would consider myself if I had to really label myself or put myself in a category with anyone, I would say a Queen Latifah or a Cicely Tyson. I wish, I wish I was able to meet her. She has been a major, a major role model in my life with acting after I saw her in many movies of Roots to um, Sons List, like so many movies I have seen with Cicely Tyson where I was like, wait a minute, she 
okay, this is the same lady, the rose turn, but if I could just get in the door with Queen Latifah or Tyler Perry, that that will be the ultimate goal for me. Okay. So what do you think has been the hardest part of trying to break into the industry besides people closing doors in your face? Because that happens all the time. Yosha Noah. Um, I would say the hardest would be the communication. <laughs> the communication with you know what role you never know what they want you to, what type of character they want you to be. You know, it's it's scary. You know, sometimes I fear I fear a lot of things, but my biggest fear is not trying. So how do you prepare when you're getting ready to go for an audition? To be honest, I get, I, I leave it all in God's hands. Oh, wrong answer. Wrong answer. Yeah. No. You're supposed to practice. practice. You got to look in that mirror. You got to look in the mirror, but tell people, read those lines. You got to act it out. You got to show that. Let me correct it. Okay. In God's hands, I do. But I also state, let me go in there as who I am. Me. Simple. Me. This is me. I know I'm ready for it. I'm going to show you. So how do you get into character, though? So let me, okay, so let me, let me ask you a question like this. So you're getting ready to go for an audition. You're coming to an audition that, that I set up and you're going to be playing a pimp. How do you get into character? I do my investigation. I do my investigation, you know, going around researching movies and stuff. I do a lot of investigation. I, I watch a lot of movies dealing with you know, pimps and how they act and the movement to get the lingo, the swag. You know, I really and do my investigation. I really research to say, okay, this is what they want. Then, okay, this is how I got to present it. But I have to right. turn it into my own way. Because once again, even though I am a woman, I am living as a gay woman out here. So I don't want them to think I'm just going to come in automatic thugged out because they're asking me the braids or something. No, I want them to understand, listen, she did. She really did do the research. She's ready for this. She understood this. She took time out to say, okay, for the past 52 hours or better, she went in to really research on what she needs to bring when she walks into these doors. Because what, what you're looking for is what I'm going to bring you. Plus right. More. So now, being that you're part of the LGBTQ community, do you think that that affects... Um, how people see you when you go on auditions or do you think that they try to categorize you into certain roles based on that? In some ways I do. I do. They, Cause you know, being openly gay for the past four or five years of my life, because you know, it was not very, not very welcoming to my family. You know, it was, it was very hard. So that's where I get the drive from. I, I try to tell them, what you see is not what you get. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's like it's so many different, being a part of the LGBT community, it's like, why do we all ha have to walk around as with labels? Why do we have to justify who we are? You know, we're still human. We still get up and go out and grind every day like the next person. So why do I have to have a label or a title of who I am if I want to wear 
tomboy clothes or if I want to wear heels? Why do I have to justify myself? Why can't you embrace me and who I am and see my talent for who I am? You know, why do you have to already judge me for a certain thing that you aren't seeing or you think you've seen, but you're not equipped to understand me? Learn me first before you judge me. Like they say, don't judge a book before you read it. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation that we could literally dive into. Um, I like to stay away from politics, though. But yeah, me too. Me too. I'm not. I'm not. But, a um, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I, I would say it's really the, the labels that are created are really something that society creates. Right. I mean, because honestly, there's labels for everything. Um, people can't just be people. Right? right. People can't love who they want to love. People can't be with who they want to be without someone saying, oh, my God, that's a biracial couple. Oh, my God, that's that's a lesbian couple. Oh, my God, that's two men. Um, oh, my God, she's overweight. Oh, my God, that's a crackhead. Like there's just there's just always something that's going to not be perfect for someone or be how or what somebody wants it to be. Um I would honestly, I would honestly say if I had a piece of advice to give you, um, as far as from an industry standpoint, Mm -hmm. I would say to learn your craft, practice your craft, hone your craft, and just show up and show out every time you show up. And I promise that's what I, I, and being a woman of my word, I promise you I'm going to do every, every time your voice will be in my head. So now you know you have a few things stacked up against you, right? And I'm sure you already know, but I'm I'm just going to put it out there, right? So one, you're a woman. It's very hard in the industry as a woman, right? For any woman. Two, you're a black woman, right? So that's the second thing. And three, you're a woman that is part of a different type of community and everyone doesn't see that as being the quote-unquote American way. So you have a few things stacked up against you, but I promise you, if you show up and show out every time, it wouldn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Let people, let your talent speak for itself. Let let people recognize you and say, you don't want someone to say like, oh, there's that girl, that XYZ. You want people to say, that's that actress that she killed that part. That's why they don't call me cartel for nothing. I plan on bodying everything I I walk into. I'm going to show up and I'm going to show out. Boom. Y'all heard it first on Letters to the Pan. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to continue to talk to Constance. So right now we're going to play Pure Love by Lady Bane right here on Letters from the Pen.
from the pen that song that you were just hearing was pure love by lady bane streaming on all platforms right now so make sure you guys go out and support lady bane but okay back to constance yes ma'am we're taking all calling so if anyone wants to call in there um you can call in the lines are open talk to me talk to me america 888-627-6008 Call in. So, I understand. Okay, ask all. Nakia asked all these questions. So now I'm gonna ask some questions. Oh so, Lord, what you got for me, Miss D? Okay, so first I'm gonna start out by saying, um, asking, when exactly did you 
come to the conclusion that you, this is what you want to do. Like, I, I want to be an actress and, and I'm ready. I would say maybe four years ago when I became Sugar Mom. Um, it all started when I was. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. You say you became a Sugar Mama? Yes, I'm a Sugar Mom. Um, I went from being a weekend auntie to a full time parent. Instead of being called mommy or that and there, my niece started calling me sugar mom. Because okay, because you scare me. You scare me. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, sugar, sugar mama. Yes, I have an 11 year old that's driving me crazy. So, yes, I am a time girl <laughs> raising a, such a female little princess diva. Yes, and my whole transition changed. I went from being a goof goof to a parent to it was like so many characters was coming out and doing TikTok and I had to imitate all these characters and everything and I'm like wait a minute I'm making all these people laugh and then I'm a CNA and I'm using the same energy that I'm using with her with my clients and I'm making people laugh I'm like okay hold on wait a minute and, and one of my clients ended up writing me a check to perform at her party, her son's party. And I happened to be uh, Elmo. That took it in. That took it in. I said, okay, if I can make people laugh, why not see how I can go with this? And once I got my first little play and saw that, okay, this is something I really could get into. But then I saw, okay, I really enjoy transitioning to another person I like being a different character I like being a chameleon I like to adapt into different environments so why not why not take this role stop being scared stop holding on to something that I know I can really show the world who I really am so no more hiding because I had you know my lifestyle for so long and then once I came out I came out so why not let them know who Constance Pontel really is. So I I heard you say you make a lot of people laugh. So making a lot of people laugh, what's the why didn't you consider being a comedian instead of an actress? Uh you know what? I never I never really thought about that. I never really thought about actually standing up in front of a group of people or a crowd of people because I'm not scared. I am a people person. I don't care if it's one person in the room that laugh. I know I touch somebody. But I said, man, I would try that out. If I ever got the option to get two minutes or three minutes to stand up, it's go time. I'm going to show you who I am immediately. As soon as my mouth open, that tongue flip, it's me. This is my life. I'm not alterating it. Hey, Sometimes I could get real foul with my mouth. Sometimes I could be real classy. And sometimes I could be real hard. But at the end of the day, you say you want them two minutes, I'm going to show you them two minutes. I'm going to give it all I got. So you're willing to do um, comedy as well as acting? I'm willing to do whatever doors that's open for me to show them that even if I start out small, like in the mail room and work my way up. Let's get it. So you're based in Atlanta, right? Yes, I am. As of now, I'm located in Southeast Georgia, which is near Savannah, but I 
I do spend the majority of my time in Atlanta networking myself and trying to get to see other people and meet the different vibe of the entertainment world and acting coaches. There's more opportunity there than it is here where I'm located at. It's more country, as they call it. What's one of your favorite scenes off of a movie? My favorite scene off of a movie, I would have to say, would be with Sally Fields, the movie Not Without My Daughter. Now, one movie when she told her husband, you have to kill me before I leave my child. And the emotion that she put into it, I started following Sally Fields to where her best role, I would say, eye for an eye, when she had to really show America that I will go there about my child. And that's how I feel about my 11-year-old, my niece. That's what really, I'm looking at that movie when she set the whole scene up to where, okay, the same way you killed my child is the same way I'm going to bring you back into my home. And I knew then I was like, oh, wow, you can really become the character that you, that you are. Can you act that out, out for us? Sure. You want me to get my niece? You can if you need to. Oh, yeah. Asaya! Oh, yeah, sure. Come, come here. Let's act this. She's going to play, she's gonna play from eye for an eye, and I'm going to be Sally Fields. You ready? And go. Have you ever felt what it felt like to lose a child, Detective? Do you know every day I go into my daughter's room and wish I can smell and feel her? But I can't because every day I hear the voice of that man telling me, it's too late. 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 Thank you. So, how can um, people out there reach you? Well, I have Facebook, which is under Constance Cartel, but now I'm now trying to set up my own website and get everything started, which me and my manager, we're going to talk about that, you know. Um, I'm on Instagram, also as Constance Nicole or Constance Cartel. Uh, I can be reached on Snapchat, Constance Cartel. Everything is Constance Cartel. It's, I'm on all social medias. Can you tell everyone how that is spelled? Is it with it a is, C? Is it with K? It's spelled with the K is K-O-N-S-T-A-N-C-E-K-A-R-T-E-L. Okay. And there's no underscores for any of that if they try to find you on Facebook, Instagram. No no underscore, no Instagram. Okay. All right, so we're going to put you on the hot seat. Okay, we got some yeah. questions for you. Okay, let's go. All right. I knew it was coming. I knew it was let's coming. Let's get it. Everyone okay. gets put, okay. put on the All hot right. seat here at Letters from the Train. Put on the hot seat. Just hope that my wife, over, you know, over here don't have to 
beat me up later. So exactly. Ms. and Ms. D, don't don't do it to me too bad. Don't do it to me too bad. You you go you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. All okay. right. Who do you think who okay, so we'll start with something easy. Who are the top three actresses for you that you think are the best actresses? Top three. Okay, off rip. I have Queen Latifa, Gabrielle Union, and also Nia Long. I have always been a big fan. So is that the order? Queen Latifah first, then Gab. Queen Latifah, Gabrielle Union, and Nia Long. Those have always been my favorite top three women. Okay. In that order. In that order. In that order. All right, three, three, three worst actresses. Ooh, Mariah Carey. Uh, Not my girl Mariah. Not my girl Mariah. Oh, uh, every time, every time I think about, uh, I love Kelly Rowland dearly. I do. I really do. I love her music, but she was Not killed the worst in Jason versus Freddie. Worst acting I ever seen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the worst. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the worst. But I love her music. She's bad. She's my motivation. But ooh. and the third, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I really those two right there. Really. Yeah. Let me help you go. You you could you could you could go ahead and throw Brandy in that pot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yes. Just go on and throw her in there. The acting yes, and the right. braids. Just throw, just throw, throw, throw the whole thing away. I was a big fan of the Brandy Braves, though. I was. I was a big fan of them. I was a big fan, big fan, big fan. Okay, I mean, just you know. Seventh and eighth grade year, you couldn't tell me nothing. I had the Brandy Braves. Okay, seven, but she tricked us. You know, that whole time, everyone thought those were individual braids, and that whole time she was wearing lace front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now the world knows. We're, we're upset about that, Brandy. I'm sorry. I'm upset about it. Now, how many times I had to sit in that chair for long hours to get my hair braided? What? Come back the next day for them to finish the other half, and okay. we, come, we find out you got on a lace front. The whole lace front. I was trying to wonder why her baby nope. edges just lace so good. No grown woman, right? I'm sorry. No grown woman should be wearing a lace front with braids. But okay. I was trying to figure out how her edges always lay so good, and mine's always was pulled back like I was Chinese when the Africans finished my hair. Now I know she was wearing the wig the whole time. My whole you gotta get your front No, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, mom, you know what? Edges a few times behind that. Had me walking around yeah, with stuff like, a few times. I'm walking around school smelling like stuff for eight because I'm trying to grow my edges back because of her. And she got a lace right. on her Okay. You're going to be so on the high seat here. If you was about uh, to get into a fight, baby oil or Vaseline on your face? Vaseline all the way. I'm from New York, of course. You already know. Vaseline and Tim's all day. <laughs> and take off them hoop earrings. They don't know. They don't understand, right. but you know, who, you know where hoop, so. who do you think is the sexiest male actor that's out right now? Ilgis Alba. He's a little French stuff. I would love to watch the tele with him. Mm. See, oh, I man. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm more of like a like a Boris Kojo girl type of girl. You I know, mean, like handsome, but that accent, oh man. And when he I played in Hobbs Diesel, Hobbs, that movie Hobbs and Shaw. Bro, Van Diesel, Van Diesel got an oversized head. 
Like, let's just talk yeah, about that. Vin Diesel, he's handsome, but... I it, like Vin Diesel on The Rock. Call me. I, I'm you a hear big Jordan fan. I'm not going to lie. But it was just Albert in that accent. Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Wait, almost, and I can't forget about Morris Chestnut. Oh, my God. Morris, he's very handsome. He's very handsome. He is. He is. But you know who I think is I very... I want to watch this scene with a shirt off. I think he's very handsome and I love his swag. Uh, what's his name? With the uh, with the pretty eyes. Um, Terrence Howard. I think he's very ah, handsome. Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard handsome. reminds me of somebody's uncle. Like at like that's the uncle at the cookout. That's like smoking weed and drinking liquor and trying to talk to the young girls. You know, um, you know, we'll leave that up to Mike Epps. You know what I'm saying? That's a Mike Epps move there. That's a Mike Epps. Yeah, with one sock on and one sock on. There you go, talking about, you know what I'm saying, with my weight. You know, I would love to do a movie with him. Now, I would love to do a movie with him. All right, sexiest female actress that's out right now. Sexiest female actress. (laughs) (laughs) See, you trying to put me in the hot seat. I will say my wife, because she's sitting right here looking at me. In the hot seat. That answer right. So, the sexiest female out there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I would say that, but no, I'm just <laughs> now you gotta answer. You gotta answer. It's just something about you. Can't me take along. that line. You can't take that line. No, Nia Long. Nia Long's very pretty, and she's a very she's a great actress. She's cute, but I, she's sexy to me. Them legs, oh man, and her walk is bad. What? What? Oh, you just say your wife sitting next to you? Oh my god! Listen. <laughs> You you you're talking about her legs, so she's she walks bow legged, right? Ooh, okay, but midgets walk bow legged too. You don't think you ain't saying none of them sexy? Who midgets? Oh, you crazy! Let me tell you, I love me a midget. I mean, I'm not even gonna. Nope, you can't call a midget that. That's disrespectful. I love me a little person. I love little people. I love little people, and I swear to God, I put my right hand on this Bible. Before I leave this earth, right, I'm giving me a little person. We got a caller. We got a caller. Oh. oh. All right, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Lucinda Brown. I'm calling Jessup, Georgia to shout out oh, congratulations, daughter. That's my mama. Hi, mama. Oh, hey, mama Constance. You called it at the right moment. You called it the right moment because she was on the hot seat. He was getting her. So you, Mama, oh, saved mama, the bell. You, you should have waited, Mom, before you called in. Now they're going to know all my business because she's going to tell you. She's going to tell it all. That's canary. She well, well, ma- well, Mama, don't you hang up. Don't you hang up, Mama. <laughs> how, how is it? How is it with, with Constance in the house? So hanging out. Oh, girls, a piece of work. Work. The things <laughs> I had to go through with that kid. I, girl, she was a good kid. I, I, I'm gonna... Mama, don't embarrass me too bad. Don't do that to me. Mama, there's, there's millions of people listening. Mama, you got a lot of people listening. So please don't scare America. Don't, don't tell them I was a good girl. She can be speaking. 
you're breaking up. Ma, you breaking up. You gotta go where you can get some service. Ma, your phone breaking up, Ma. And listen, don't nobody. Ma, your phone's breaking up. Can you hear me now? See, you see what I have to deal with? Old school. I mean, shut. I mean, look. She cut me on the radio already. Um, listen. She, 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 she was a bitch. She was a good girl. She could be a hand. She could be a hand. But she's always been an actor. That's number one. She can act now. Be that. Yeah. How many whippings did you have to give her when she was little? She tried hard. She's a hard worker. She's a very good hard worker. You know, I'm proud of her. And she earned. She earned. She earned that name, Sugar Mama. Ma, I didn't really get, no, they asked how many whoopings I got. I didn't really get too many whoopings because, you know, I always did things when my parents went to sleep, you know. Oh. Until they called on, they put a um, city system on the house that had the shine on the door. So they, didn't tell, they didn't tell shit until they, I mean, she was my French now. The city got grown. Every now and then I used to word shit, but I'm sorry. She was saying, Mom, okay, Mom. That ain't on. Bleep the radio. Bleep the radio. Because you know, sometimes they shit. But bleep it. But anyway, yeah, they do behind your back. Now when they're grown. We're gonna have to um we we we're gonna have to get uh, Mama Constance on the radio one time to read a letter with us and give um give some of her old school advice. Cause she sounds oh, like man, you know she got some good advice. She's very oh, nice. So Mama Cartel, make sure you drop your information to us from Letters from the Pen because we're gonna have you on the radio station with us to do music review and go over a letter with us to get your thoughts and your input. Oh, Lord. Are you ready for that? All right, Ma. We love you. And mercy. I love you too. Tell my grandma I say hey. Hey, grandma. Okay, Ma. PAT still on the radio. Okay. Okay. Y'all know what PAT is, right? <laughs> Y'all know what PAT is, Mama. Love you. It's Love legal. You. It's legal. Love you. hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, Mama. I love you. it. I love it. Free hot chocolate. Okay. Don't right. talk to me. Okay. So we're yeah, getting down to the top of our hour. It was really good having you on the show. So again, just shout out. You're welcome. Just shout out um, all of your information where people can find you at. They can check you out and get in contact with you. Hey, it's your girl, Constance Channel. You want to reach me, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all under Constance Cartel. Or you can get with me around America. But you ready for that website coming out? And um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Ms. Kia, Ms. D. And I hope I'm back on the show again. Thank you for having me.
You're welcome. We'll definitely have you back on soon. Everybody remember to turn into tune in to Letters from the Pan every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on BBS Radio. Check us out every Sunday on Who Mag and iFame TV over on Roku. So if you don't have it, go download it. There's no excuse. You can watch the show from every platform. Okay. Talk to me nice. Do you here. have any last words for our audience today, Z, before we get up out of here and go pay some bills? Yes, I do. To my whole entire family, I love y'all dearly. And I told y'all, Constance Cartel, she's here. Talk to me nice. You heard it first here on Letters from the Pen. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.